And welcome back to No, I'm Just a Worm with your host, Anjanette, and her Thor to my Loki, the Robin to my Batman, Jess. Hey, this week we're talking about Marvel versus DC. Oh, yeah. And to see which one's the top dog, if there is one, and uh, just going over, I guess, a bit of their history and why one might have been raiding over the other one for a certain period of time and mm-hmm. all this, that, and the other thing. Huge part of our conversations, um, and I was kind of curious as to how Marvel got on top. You know, I think both companies did come out in, like, 39, so they've been out around, like, it wasn't, like, one started before the other. But in the past decade, Marvel has definitely reigned supreme, but at one point they went bankrupt. I mean, they struggled pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So I got kind of, like, how, how do they go from being, filing for bankruptcy in 96... And selling off some of their characters to this massive juggernaut and DC is scrambling to keep up, cinematically anyway. See, 96 was about 20 years ago. Yeah, shut up. So they fell <laughs> for bankruptcy over 20 years ago. Fucking hate you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... But actually, that the bankruptcy explains why um, why different production companies owned the different characters. That's why Sony had the rights to Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and why there was the big fiasco between Marvel and Sony over that character. Yeah. And realistically, I mean, who came out on top? Disney. Yeah. <laughs> they um, they're they're always going to come out on top because they are. Disney. Disney. You can't you can't put that mouse down. <laughs> no. That fucker owns everything. He owns your life. He owns your children. Um yeah, just that's ooh. Yeah. Literally okay. is making everybody its bitch. Mm-hmm. Thor is a Disney princess. Oh. No. I think we did our, our online poll. Um we didn't have too many people vote, but there was Poor DC only got three. Yeah, three it was um, massively uh, Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> like every everyone was voting Marvel except for three people, and uh, it was it was a little sad. But I I we asked people to kind of explain their reasoning in the comments, and there were some people that really did. Um, they yeah. went all out and explained why they thought one was better than the other. But the general cons- consensus is. People like both. Yeah. Like for, there's for different reasons. Though, I yeah. Think. I think they're like people do. It's not like they're like ah oh, fuck Marvel. I hate everything about it. Or you know DC is literally the shit. <laughs> um, so but there were valid points on both sides that I thought. I think um, yeah, I've heard a couple of people say that DC's villains mm-hmm. are better. And makes certain storylines in DC a little bit more popular, which I would agree with. Yeah. Um, and then a couple of people brought up really good points that Marvel's characters are a little bit more relatable. Yeah. They're, like, you can empathize with those characters more. And I, I, def- I definitely tend to agree with that. Like, I think that you can kind of find a connection in most of the Marvel movie, Marvel worlds that they've got going on. Like, I really... I loved X-Men. Yeah. Growing up, like the the comic books, um the cartoon especially, uh I was like 
hardcore about that. So when the like the X Men movies came out, which uh, kind of like that's what kickstarted all of the comic book movies off. Yeah, I think that's that, what they that the first Spider Man trilogy. Yeah, yeah, but they say that in um, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, <laughs> like ever since the X Men movies hit yep. the box office, and then they they took off, and then all the comic book movies after that took yeah. off. Yeah, it was a huge X Men. What X Men? Huge. X-Men. I thought you were trying to say Hugh Jackman. Like, <laughs> what? Just throw this out here, folks. Neither one of us are on top of our game today. <laughs> we had, like, we've had very long weeks. Very long, exhausting weeks. So if we sound even worse than usual. <laughs> we're not all there. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> sorry, sorry. I'm not trying to cough mm-hmm. right into the microphone yeah. Stephen. <laughs> no but um i was i was a huge fan of that series especially the cartoon mm-hmm. and then when the movies came out it was even like it was even better but i was yeah in the cartoon i was a huge fan of jubilee and rogue oh it was a fucking gambit whore <laughs> i still am i'm still oh. you're watching like because will owns the the entirety of the 90s tv series me too so I went back not too long ago. I was watching some of it. I didn't, I didn't like watch the whole thing, but I watched you know a couple of like the first episodes here and there. And for a children's TV show, they got a lot past the censors. Yeah, they a lot of the shows from the '90s did though. '90s and early 2000 TV shows, which I think we should make another fucking podcast episode about that. Absolutely. But um, like a short little tidbit on that is that like they. There were so many things that people they got past the censors because people weren't like not that they would not that the TV would be the babysitter and people would just plop their kid down in front some of them well, yes yeah <laughs> but um, that like Saturday morning cartoons you would wake up and you would watch cartoons in the morning and then like your so you were doing you were occupied while your parents could go and like make breakfast or your parents could sleep in or whatever blah blah blah, blah. but like you can, all of these shows had so much content that uh, if you're watching as an adult, you're like, <gasps> yeah, Rocco's yeah. Modern Life was bad. <laughs> I remember my mom, so that used to be one of my favorites too. My mom, kind of same thing, like never actually paid attention to the cartoons I was watching, mm-hmm. doing, she was doing whatever, and she so happened to watch the episode where Spunky falls in love oh, no. with the mop, oh, and God. that was the last time I was allowed to watch <laughs> Rocco's Modern Life. <laughs> And, like, as a kid, I was like, but why? Yeah. But I don't understand what's happening. As an adult, I was like, oh. <clears throat> this? She watched me. The dog was fucking the mop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or was the mop fucking the dog? Touche. Touche. Mm-hmm. You don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> anyway. Um, there were there were worse episodes than that. Oh, like, yeah. But with, like. With kids, though, if you make a big deal out of it, then the kids are going to start to pay more attention. But yeah. f- for the most part, if you don't, if you don't let them catch on, they'll just act like nothing, like nothing's happening. Yeah, but the, the original cartoon, though, um, what I picked up on pretty quick was just like the re- relationship or attempted relationship between Rogue and Gambit. Oh yeah, oh, which is yeah. so like inappropriate for a kids' TV show. It's like it's borderline rapey. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. What? I don't remember that rapey part. I wouldn't say, well, borderline like sexual harassment. We'll go with that. Yeah, I think I think borderline rapey was a little bit too much, but 
well, yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't remember Gambit being that no. bad. No. All right. So, borderline, you're right. Borderline sexual harassment. I think he, far. I think Gambit came on very strong yes. to Rogue. But I think they were playing it off as like she was doing very hard to get. Like, it was, I guess. it was like a, it, it was like a, a cat and mouse game with them. I don't think she was like literally not interested in him at all. That's true. That, I, I think that's just how their relationship was. It was very playful, kind of like, I'm going to, I'm going to chase you. You're going to run away. That kind of thing. I don't think it was how we would look at it today where like a guy's coming on to you and you're like, literally get the fuck off. Right. Like, you are, you disgust me, everything about you, your mom sucks, I'd go. <laughs> I, I still think, though, there's, I guarantee you, certain people that would watch it now and be like, he's, he's inappropriate, he's rapey, and this is, like, too much. Well, that's, goes back to what I said in a past episode, it was, like, that whole, I don't even know if this is the term for it, but presentism, where you're looking at things that were made in a certain time, you're looking at it in the eyes of today. Yeah. Where there are, there are a lot of, um, behaviors and mannerisms and things that you can't do or say or whatever now that you could back then and it was it was fine. Yeah. Um, like women kind of, women just put up with it, or it wasn't like deemed as bad or whatever. But now I think a lot of people are walking on eggshells when it comes to approaching a woman. Or yeah. approaching really anyone when it comes to, like, I don't even know how to, like, come on to this person because they're going to view it as harassment. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I just, like I said, looking back at some of that stuff, I was like, holy shit, I can't believe they got away with this. And then, mm. even I think it was, they presented those characters a little bit differently in the in the trilogy, like the first set of movies that came out before. Yeah, well, Gambit wasn't even in the movies. Right. So. Except for and that when, yeah, No, we don't acknowledge that. We don't acknowledge that one. That one doesn't mm. exist. <laughs> the only good thing that we got out of that one was Ryan Reynolds yeah, put his foot down dead, going, yeah. we need to create a better Deadpool. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the amount of times that he pokes fun <laughs> at that movie. <laughs> that and Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the end of the second Deadpool was just, oh we my finally God. made it into the big times, buddy. Bam! <laughs> See, the issue there, too, was that he was trying to go through the DC verse, and that's where he made the mistake. Yeah. Well, actually, I was reading up on, um, what I was actually reading up IMDb things on that, where the director of Green Lantern ever so desperately wanted to, wanted Bradley Cooper as Hal Jordan, uh-huh. and the production company went behind his pack, behind his back, or like the casting directors or whatever, and got, and hired Ryan Reynolds. So the director was being a little whiny bitch about it the entire time and was, like, really difficult to work with. So much so that Ryan Reynolds, the guy who's, like, he's Canadian for Christ's sake. He's, like, the nicest guy ever. And he was, like, actually telling people, like, no, I'm, like, I'm really glad that it tanked because I did not ever want to work with him again. But that's where he met Blake Lively. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. And Taika Waititi was also in that movie. And then they got to work together later. Right. I think that's, like, really childish, though. I mean, that kind of stuff pisses me off. Like, you know, going both ways, like, with the director or actor or actress. Like, if they if they get mad and they don't like the way that certain things are going, to sit there and, and like, almost ruin your own project. Yeah. Because you're being a petulant child about it. It's like you're only hurting, like, everything. You're being paid millions of dollars. That's why I don't like football. 
Yeah, that's fair. Those foosball players are all a bunch of fucking bratty children. I don't like the sports ball. We know. Because of that. <laughs> Sorry. But, that's okay. But the, it's people that are being paid an obsessively huge amount of money to do something, like, to entertain us. Right. And you're being so ungrateful with this money, and you're ruining everyone's experience around it. Yeah. But not only that, but you gotta, like, just be selfish about it. Like, I would try to be thinking about myself, of my name is on this movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I am going to be the one that's held responsible if people love it or people hate it. So, like, you would still, like, even if I, and that, that is a dick move. Mm -hmm. To sit there and go behind his back and cast somebody else. But, again, your name is on this movie. Yeah. As being, like, the top dog of where this vision is going to go. So to sit there and almost, like, self-sabotage it. Yeah. It's just, like, a really immature thing to do. Yeah. It's, like, like it's just, like I said, why would you, why would you just shit on your own stuff? Like, just yeah. don't do the movie altogether, then, if that's the case. Like, right. if it's, if it's not going to be the way you want it then wait until you can get the circumstances together to make it the way you want it. Yeah. And I'm sure, I know there's plenty of movies out there that got delayed Yeah, because of that. But you know what, though, I think as a viewer, like, do we get frustrated? Sure. But at the end of the day, I would rather wait to see a movie that, like, I'm excited about for it to yeah. be done well and, you know, not go through, like, some just stupid bullshit than come out with, like, a rushed piece of crap. Well, there's that and, like, you look at all of the, like, a lot of movies, when you read up on, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff, and you see, like, the directors were looking at getting such-and-such such actor to play this role. Like, yeah. they had gotten through all of the auditions. They were, like, the final round of auditions. But then, due to scheduling or whatever, this person was cast. And then you look at the, how, how the movie fared, and you're like, oh, my God, I could not imagine That's, yeah. this other person in that role. And, like, I think even at the time... Um, when Green Lantern came out, like, I don't know what Bradley Cooper was really doing at that time. Was that around, I don't think it was, was that the same time that Hangover came out? Possibly. You Maybe. I will look up Green Lantern. Because <laughs> I did not, um, so this was, wow, 2011 it came out, so they were probably filming in 2010. Right. So... Let's see. Um, <clears throat> I'm dying, literally. I think you're exaggerating a bit. I don't think you're dying. It's seen you off a lot worse. We're all dying, aren't we? Oh, like, why? Why do I say yeah, this? Yes! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> when you look at it. Um, so, yeah, it was after... It was after the first Hangover movie. Where there was like the A the A Team Valentine's Day. So Bradley Cooper was busy boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Sorry, Bradley. I didn't. I don't know your Hoover. <laughs> but um, I do love you. But yeah, so he wanted he wanted Bradley Cooper to play that. But I don't like he. I could I could see him in that role though. I mean, honestly, like mm -hmm. I could. I think he would have done. A decent job with it, but I think... I just see him as a raccoon now, though. Really? Yeah, he's just a raccoon. No. Yes. I see him a lot more than just a raccoon. No, not just the raccoon, but, like, <laughs> knowing, like, after watching, a, like, 
Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Also a good movie. It is. But not what I was trying to reference. Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) Um, Wow. (laughs) No, I, I don't know. I think I could see him in that role, but I think casting aside, it was just done poorly. Yeah, the special effects weren't that great, and the storyline was kind of a little bit rushed and just kind of I don't want to say lazy, but thin. Yeah, you know, so it had potential. I was kind of excited to go in to see it, and then I was like, eh. Yeah. Eh. That's kind of been the the basic reviews is like this could have been a whole hell of a lot better. <laughs> and it... <laughs> I think that's just been, aside from the 90s, so, you know, obviously, I feel, again, like I feel like DC, up until recently, kind of reigned supreme, not only on print, but even in film. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they definitely hit for the film first in the 60s with Batman series with Adam West. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Linda Carter. Uh, and then the Superman movies, and then leading yeah. up to, and they did kind of struggle a little bit around that time um, in the in the eighties, a little bit. Just all comic books in general started to have kind of a we're not really interested in the superhero type yeah. stuff anymore. Um, but then they kind of got revamped with Tim Burton's yeah two Batman movies, and that yeah. for me growing up, aside for X Men, Batman was like huge in our household. Oh yeah huge um and still like the the second is a batman returns is still one of my favorites mm-hmm. um michelle pfeiffer is my Catwoman. <laughs> nobody else yeah, yeah yeah i love halle berry but that fucking Catwoman movie was awful that was awful. it was so bad I'm not really a halle berry fan but whatever really? no she does nothing for me huh anything i've seen her and i've been like eh. i don't know i don't know why but i, don't know. I thought she made a great bond girl yeah, I guess. I mean, I saw her tits and swordfish, so I guess that's something. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like, I like Halle Berry overall uh, as Catwoman. That movie was just terrible. It was pretty bad. She was not a good Catwoman. Yeah, she just wasn't. Um, Anne Hathaway. I was surprised. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see when she was cast for that. I could not see her doing anything outside of fucking Princess Diaries. <laughs> I don't even think that I had. I hadn't even seen Princess Diaries. I still haven't actually. No, I haven't either. Just the clips of it. I was like, yeah, clips. But then I also the last thing I had seen Anne Hathaway in, I think before that was um, Brokeback Mountain. Oh, I forgot you played that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was that. That was like weird. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So I I'd probably seen her in other stuff as well besides like clips of Princess Diaries. But I was like, all right, I guess we'll see what she yeah. can do. I thought she she did the role really well, but they also they went a completely different route with her character mm-hmm. than like what we're used to seeing. I think as as far as Catwoman goes, yeah. Um, so that was just I think that was just a nice refreshing take, honestly, on it all around. Yeah, you know, and and again, like after after Batman Returns, the two Batman movies that I don't discuss after that was fucking garbage. So thank thankfully Christopher Nolan swept in. The only thing that 
good that came out of what was it, Batman and Robin? Yeah. Was um, that Kiss from a Rose song? Oh yeah. Um, thank you for that seal. That was the uh, the highlight of that. Yeah. That's what we can take away because everything else was just. I think they they went back oh to like the very campy '60s and '70s viewpoint of comic books and the way that Batman was back then. Yeah, because it wasn't. I mean, if you look back at the original writings of it, it was never too serious. It was always kind of campy. Well, yeah, that's how you got like the blam, blam, yeah. like <laughs> those things. Pow. Yeah, like I had. I don't know. They they were just bad. Yeah, I, I mean, Batman wasn't... I just thought of Ludo. What? what? Smell bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but as, I mean, as old of a character as Batman is, uh, he was actually presented in Detective Comics, which is eventually where you got DC Comics from. Mm-hmm. Again, was never really this image that we have of Batman now. And I think Tim Burton gave it more of a darker feel to it. And then Christopher Nolan gave us that amazing trilogy that was yeah. a really dark view of it. Um, and I think a lot of that, too, came from Frank Miller when he came in to write yeah. for them for a little bit. Gave it that grittier edge. Um, and now you have things like The Killing Joke and some of those graphic novels are, like, really disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> to like to, to the viewpoint where, it's like, I read a couple of them and it's it's dark. Um, but I, I don't know. I think just, I don't know if it's just a lot of different writers that got involved and it was just a lack of continuity at some point, like cinematically, at least with DC recently, where it's just not hitting the mark. Yeah. I can't, I can't even put my, my, my finger on what exactly is lacking because it's not like they're not coming out with DC content. Right. It's just. I don't know. It doesn't look interesting. Some of the things, I'm just like, Justice League, I was like, I really, like, it seems like it should be so good. Yeah. Because it was, like, packed full of, like, these huge stars. Like, Jason Momoa yeah. as Aquaman. Like, ah. Uh, I was like, I can't bring myself to watch it. I would, it would just be like, just watching, like, Jason Momoa porn. I would just put, I turn the audio <laughs> off and just watch him be half naked. That's it. That's that's what I would do with Aquaman if I were to watch it. Um, I, so I haven't seen Aquaman yet, and I kind of do want to watch it. Justice League. I I fall asleep every time I try to watch it. Oh, that's sad. And I, I think the issue with it though too is. You know, like with the Avengers, we had so many movies that were pretty well done, and in each movie you kind of get a little nugget of the other characters that are going to be introduced and how the story intertwines. And they took their time with it. Yeah. Where I think with Justice League, they kind of just, fuck, we got to catch up with Marvel. Let's just cram it all in there. Yeah. I just, I don't, so I don't think they took their time with it. Mm -hmm. And um, some of the individual movies, like Wonder Woman was decent. You know, I enjoyed that. I'm actually really curious to see how... They're going to do 1984, which I think has been pushed back again to be released next year instead of this year. Oh. Um, Aquaman, I heard, was okay. It was decent. I enjoyed the Superman movie. 
Okay. I enjoyed it. It wasn't bad. But again, like once you got Batman versus Superman, that and it. Yeah. Eh. eh. Batfleck? No? Yes? No. no. Okay. He was well, okay. Like, what about Brandon it. Ruth Superman? Because that was before Henry Cavill. Right. I don't remember it. I think I, I did. Nothing. I did see it, but I guess it's gonna sound bad. It was forgettable because I don't remember much of anything. Like I, I did see it. I think there was something with Kal-El or Jor-El or something was in there. They he went to his um, fortress of solitude or something, but I don't. I don't remember. I don't know what was going on. Um, but the animated DC movies. Mm-hmm. do very very well yeah. the animated ones and the tv shows like i smallville was fantastic i really mm-hmm. like smallville um and I know, I know kevin smith had recently answered kind of that question of being that he's done a couple episodes of the flash he's done a couple episodes of supergirl why the tv shows do better than the movies i basically said the writing and he brought up mm-hmm. something that i know you've mentioned a couple times like that tv shows have more time to kind of build that up and, yeah. and give you a better story arc. But I I agree, but I also kind of disagree with that. Okay, in what way? Um, I just, well, I feel like it's true. Like, you do have more time to kind of build up that storyline and kind of suck you in and see that character development have more of a connection with them and you're more invested in it. But I feel like, again, if you take time planning a movie and writing a script that you love and are connected with that's going to show on on screen. Well, I think with um with movies though, like you say if if it if they're going to write a movie, they have to just like any adaptation like I've brought up before, like you have to pick and choose what you're going to put in the movie. Right. And that can be done poorly very easily. Yeah. Um so it's it's I think when you have so much to choose from, and if you have people like me that are bad at making decisions <laughs> um, and narrowing down <laughs> yeah. items, like you, you can get this kind of like haphazard kind of script right. where characters maybe aren't fully developed or uh, events are poorly described or whatever, mm-hmm. and you just kind of get this... Like I, I feel like in um, Batman versus Superman was, for me personally, I didn't... Think okay. it was the best way to introduce Wonder Woman. Yeah, like it was kind of already a, a muddy storyline that was kind of meh put together, and then you throw in Wonder Woman. And I know you had to like somehow introduce her character for her own standalone film. Yeah, meh, mm-hmm. you know. And like I said, they did that a little bit with um, you know, Batman finding like her old picture of like, no, wait a minute, you're not who you say you are. Ah. <laughs> uh. You know, and, and of course, in the Wonder Woman flick, we get to see that photo play out and, like, what happened in it. But I just, I don't know why, I just don't think that was the right film to introduce her in. Yeah. I thought that was kind of a poor choice. I, I mean, I, I, I can't really even speak to it because I didn't see it. So I was like, yeah, yeah, they, they did that real shit like. Yeah. <laughs> I did because uh, Steve, Steve got, like, a whole freaking pile of the dc animated movies to watch and we watched uh i think it's justice league war okay and um that it, it was good like the the writing is very like there it was funny it was like the way that they said certain lines was 
like I was actually laughing out loud. Hmm. Like right. this is this is good. This is enjoyable. And I think because it's animated, they can get away with a lot more different like effects and all this kind of stuff. And it still has that mixture of like that camp because it's animated. Right. But uh, the writing in it seems a lot better. Yeah. And to be fair, I don't have I can't compare it to the a lot of the um the newer live action DC movies cuz I haven't seen them. Yeah, but probably um, right not to. Just yeah. Stick with animated. But I I they were they were enjoyable and you has you still have some big name actors voicing them. Yeah. Well, Mark Hamill. Yeah. And you know, the the voice of Joker mm-hmm. was again, he's fantastic. Yeah. You know, it's it's great and um I kind of noticed when we were rewatching Jane Silent Bob that laugh that yeah. Mark Hamill has, like, now I kind of associate yes. that, yeah, with Joker, so. I mean, I have to say, like, um, I know you haven't seen the new Joker film, right? Not yet. We'll I'm see. DC kind of, to see it. you know, they, that's probably their only, <laughs> yeah. as of, as of late, you know, their only really good flick, and to my knowledge, I don't think it's going to tie in whatsoever with their other films, which is yeah. probably for the better, though. Like, I really hope they leave it. As a standalone film. Yeah. And it wasn't... I know a couple people were kind of disappointed who have no clue, like, what the fuck they were going into. They were like, it's yeah. just a comic book film. We're disappointed because it wasn't... didn't feel like a comic book film. Yeah. Because that wasn't the purpose of them doing it. Um, but just the cinematography, the acting, the diet, like... It was good. And it was definitely one of those movies that make you think, but also make you self-reflect... I think in how you are as a as a person, your own interactions with other human beings, especially people that you don't know. Mm-hmm. I there were some things they said where I was like, kind of felt like a bad person a little bit because he brought up a couple things where I'm like, yeah, fuck, I probably would just I probably do something like that or just not think yeah of certain things in that way. And then I I also got a little bit bitter just working in like the behavioral health field. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I was just kind of like, yep. Yep, especially if you're working on, like, you know, a county or state-funded level. Ain't nobody in power give a fuck about your department. Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a shit. And it's kind of true. And I was kind of like, hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Just why I work in the private sector. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I think, um, all of that, I think, is can be a discussion in and of itself. Oh, God, yeah. Because uh, there's, <laughs> there's enough material to go off of with that. Like several... But, um, yeah, <clears throat> but I, I have heard across the board that it's been very, very good. But like you said, there are some people that they, they don't know what they're getting into and they actually walked out of the theater. I just cut. Which why? I don't understand. Like, I don't they walk out because they were like, this isn't what I signed up for. And this is what I thought it was. Did they walk out because they were that disturbed? Like I, I've gotten a mix of reason why people are walking out. I, I, I think I, from what I've kind of gleaned, it would be more towards the latter, like they were disturbed, which um, I find to be absolutely ridiculous with all the shit that we've seen in the news, the news that's accessible to everyone. There's sh- disturbing shit on that, and I guess it's not excusing it, but we see enough disturbing shit every day, and yet you can't handle this movie. Like, I guess the fact that you're paying to watch this disturbing stuff, maybe that's the difference, maybe, but you also pay for cable tv and all the shit that's going on you paid for game of thrones and you saw them do crazy awful shit yeah. in game of thrones yep. fucking prince Oberyn's eyes were gouged out i still won't forgive him for that no, no. But, but yeah i mean yeah it was i 
watching all of Game of Thrones than I'm watching the Joker. I feel like there's definitely more, like, visually disturbing scenes, like, more consistently. Mm-hmm. I think in this one it was a combination of the violent scenes and then how they connect to the message of the movie. Okay. I think it's kind of what made, it, it's going to be my guess on what made people uncomfortable. I just Because it's a lot of truths that we don't want to face. Yeah. I just thought, I don't, yeah, like you said, I don't think, I think you said it perfectly just now. People don't want to face these truths. Yep. So they, they just choose to look away. Yeah. They choose to walk away, literally get as far, like, as much distance as possible from it. And it's like, you cannot hide from this shit for long. It's yeah. going to catch up to you in some way, some form, one way or another. So I think that um, just fucking stop being a whiny little cunt about it. I think they went. I think they went in for it, wanting to escape, like you do in a typical comic book movie. You know, you get to like yeah, kind of get... step out of the bullshit of the news and what we have to deal with on the daily, and it threw you right the fuck into it instead. And I think that's what probably upset a lot of people. Um, that's kind of. <sighs> The beauty of the Batman universe, anyway, is that, like, these are, they're, I don't think any of them have superpowers, right? It's just kind of, like, normal people with extraordinary circumstances thrust upon them, kind of. Um, yeah. Like, Batman's the billionaire playboy, so that's why he has all these toys and gadgets that he can uh, use to become Batman. I would say the villains, um, not quite superhero, but they have, like, just a little bit. You know, like, if you look at Selena Kyle, like, in the way that it was written in Tim Burton's, mm-hmm. when she comes back from the dead, like, she has actual nine lives. Um, so it is a little bit different. If you look at Poison Ivy, same thing. Like, so I would I would argue that their but like, villains are slightly gifted. Possibly. But you can still look at it as more like there's a scientific explanation as to why. So maybe True. Selena Kyle didn't actually die. Right. So kind of like how people can, quote, die for like a hot second and then revived. Right. Um, or like Poison Ivy, she probably used some kind of scientific compound to make people. Right. Yeah. Like, didn't she put something on her lips when she kissed? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think that there are, um, there are worldly explanations right. for what they're doing. Right, and Scully. I think that's probably. <laughs> Molder over here is like the truth is out there again. Oh god, oh, that's so truthy. <laughs> I told you I'm that person. I don't believe in shit. Busting your balls about it. No, no, that's funny though. That's a good one. Ah, uh, all right. Where were we? But, okay, but yeah, my point was saying that like, um, these are normal people right like it's and then you could look at that like this could happen to anyone this could happen to me this could happen to my friend this could happen to anyone um the the shitty circumstances right. that made the yeah. joke for the joker not um billionaire playboy <laughs> <laughs> can that happen to me please right <laughs> i want to be a billionaire playboy <laughs> um but i i think that when it comes to stuff like that that's like when they actually people are forced to look at shit like that and when they decide to look away um that's that's stupid what is it they took the blue pill yes yeah yeah they'd rather be in the computer system and stay yeah <laughs> stay not woke 
Mm -hmm. Stay woke. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I guess that brings it back to to Marvel, though, where I think just about most of their characters are superhuman mm -hmm. in some shape, way, or form. I would say the Punisher, off the top of my head, is probably one of the few that isn't. Yeah, well, uh, they were normal people that had... Ex Still, in a way, normal people that had extraordinary circumstances right. happen to them. Right. Um, like, uh, Bruce Banner was a yeah. scientist. And then, you know, gamma rays happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but, true. Iron Man 2 isn't yeah. super. He's, he's rich. I was going to say, he is also, he is Marvel's version of Batman. Yeah. <laughs> he is Marvel's Batman. And you're just like, um... But, yeah, like, Peter Parker was a normal high school kid. He just, he was bitten by a radioactive spider. So, like, they were, they had that human experience for a while. Right. Like, living as a normal person, um, doing normal people things, except for Tony Stark. And then, <laughs> like, uh, then these extraordinary circumstances happen to them, and then they have to deal with that from there on. Yeah. Like. But I think then, which, again, both universes have this but you have those situations and you have like the batman universe and then you have thor superman yeah wonder woman i don't know who's um, captain marvel mm -hmm. you know i mean those kind of like definitely from a different universe yes basically an alien or a mm -hmm. god mm -hmm. or demigod you know so but i but i think both of them kind of blend together yeah nicely like you have a nice balance of both mm-hmm but I know um, back to some of the comments that we had of why people liked Marvel better and then, and then the, they're more relatable. I know in the comics um, in the 60s is when Marvel reached out to Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, respectively, to mm -hmm. start to write, start to draw together. And that's uh, Fantastic Four was their brain initial brainchild. Uh. And kind of same situation where, you know, you have humans that are just happen to fall into these superpowers but from there you know they start to write in basically what was going on actually so writing about issues with pollution writing about issues with racism drug addiction things of that nature that kind of weren't done before or addressed before yeah and um at that time in the 50s i don't remember what the organization was called but in the 50s some you know probably right wing christians that have to make sure that we're not poisoning their children oh and came God. up with this body to censor and look over what individuals of comic books were, were putting out there what? and they had a shit fit when they started to address drug addiction so blatantly and pollution and things of that nature like they were pissed don't look at the man behind the curtain yeah. <laughs> ah! <laughs> i don't like i said so it still blows my mind though that <clears throat> marvel somehow ended up bankrupting in 96 to being a multi-billion dollar organization which technically i guess they're really not because again disney uh, is disney disney's the multi-billion dollar right. company but they did well enough for disney to go hey i want to buy that yeah hey that could make me more money, money. <laughs> <laughs> come more pretty well not only that or perhaps this is a threat to our own organization oh. perhaps i should step in mouse had to take them down yeah i see how it is Hmm. Por qué las dos? Sure. Why not both? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I understood dos, and that's and that was about it. 
I understood two. Two. (laughs) (sighs) Why are we the way we are? I mean, some people are listening to us for the the fact that they know us and they like the fact that we act like idiots. (laughs) This comes naturally. We don't try. No, yeah, this these aren't characters. This is, this is us. I couldn't imagine what our character like if somebody were to steal our likeness. Oh, like, uh, what I we would turn to into? <laughs> like what oh, our characters no. would be? Or like if we tried to ramp this up to like play up everything? That'd be ridiculous. We would, like I think that literally the mics would explode. Yeah. Because we would be too like I don't know. That would be awful. <laughs> but one day, when we get enough money to, like, <laughs> set up a camera and then you can watch us be dumbasses, that's when... That's when the magic happens. That's when we're going to get big. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's going to take, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what we're going to get. <laughs> big dreams there, kid. Don't let anybody squash your dreams. <laughs> you were so sarcastic when you're like, that's what's going to take, huh? <laughs> really? That's the magic moment. <laughs> I don't actually believe that once people see our glorious faces, that we'll be famous. But it's a good dream to have. It is. You dream on, honey. Dream on. <sighs> see, now who's the cynic? Bong. <laughs> Look at this morose motherfucker. <laughs> so, you know, I'm always very cynical, but sometimes I try to keep it on down low, you know? Try to play mm. that shit off. Mm. At least, like, casually work it in. I don't just drop cynical bombs like you do out of fucking nowhere. I do. Yes, I do. Yeah, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm a do. I don't know. I like to keep it interesting. I like to keep you on your toes. I like to bring you up and then shoot you down. That's harsh. Yeah, I don't know why. Why am I like this? Don't play with my heartstrings. Don't play with my heart. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm, I'm curious to see what Marvel's going, how the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to be in the stage four. Yeah, phase four. Yeah, phase four, stage four, I don't know, whatever, wherever they're headed. (laughs) Room four. (laughs) (laughs) What's behind door number four? (laughs) More MCU. We got Spider-Man back, so cool, cool. I just, I I kind of had this discussion before um, with, with a couple other people is that I don't think... What, like, whatever they do is going to be amazing, it's going to be really good, but I don't think it's going to have the same feel to it, that same, like, big build-up yeah. that this last run had, mm-hmm. you I, know? I still, even though, uh, you know, Chris Evans put down a shield and uh, Tony Stark dies, mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's spoilers, sorry, whatever. It's no, been out it's for just, it's too soon. I know. Hashtag the too soon. The wound's still open. But, um, I... I can't see them not bringing them back for, like, a cameo or something. Maybe. You know what I mean? Well, I know Chris Evans wanted to put down the shield 
way before yeah. now, and I guess they let him... They dragged him on. Well, they, they dragged him on, they let him know, like, what was actually going to happen to his character, mm-hmm. which is how he agreed to stay, but I guess that storyline, they're staying a little bit more true to the comic book world Yeah, that, like, I don't even know where we're at right now with Captain America, but it's it's not the original Captain America that we, we know. Yeah. Um, and then same with Thor, like in the comic book world right now, it's, it's a female Thor. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been around for quite some time now. Um, so, you know, I mean, they are kind of staying in the same vein of the comic book storylines a little bit with that. But I, I think it's not going to be quite the same because we're going to get more backstory yeah. on a lot of the characters and a lot of fillers. Mm-hmm. Um... But it could be it. It could be the kind of gem like um, Rogue One yeah. was. It could be something like that. Um, hopefully, I just think nice. I just think knowing though that most of these, the two or three backstories that they're doing, that storyline isn't leading anywhere in Phase Four. Oh, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that'd be kind of like anticlimactic. Like, ooh, build me up and then. Blue balmy, thanks. All right, because I mean, Black, Black Widow, like, we're getting the backstory, but she's, she ain't come back. Yeah. Like, her story arc is done. She's yeah, she not, did. you know, yeah, so it's kind of, it's not, like, I, I'm excited to see her backstory. I want to see it, but it's just going to be a standalone film that's not going to lead up into the rest of the phases. That's why I was, um, that's why I was hoping that they would, like, they would make it into a TV series rather than just a, a movie where, right. like, you, you have, all this backstory to choose from, and you're gonna have to try to narrow that down into, what maybe a two-hour film? Right. Yeah. So that's that's gonna be I don't know. Hopefully they do a good job with it. I the, think all the stuff on um what is it gonna be? It's gonna be Disney Plus. Yeah. The streaming service. It seems like it's gonna be very exciting. If that's what it's it like mm-hmm. the Loki show. Um. Uh, that, that's up. my mm, that's my whole reason mm-hmm. of signing up for that streaming service. I will not sign up for it until it comes out, though, so. I mean, we probably will, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the, the main the main story arc is going to be Doctor Strange and, and Wanda. Yes. The Scarlet Witch. Um, and they mentioned something, too, about, I don't remember if it's going to be a TV show or it's going to be the movie for Wanda and Vision. Yeah. And there's a lot of speculation. Yeah. On how they're bringing, like, is it gonna be, again, kind of a backstory of when Wanda and Vision spent time together, you know, when they kind of, like, went in the down low before they got sucked back in to the Avengers, um, and there, there is confirmation from what I was reading, and if I hope I'm not misspeaking, that they're, like, they're gonna have a kid. (gasps) So it's like, does she somehow bring Vision back? Because out of all the characters that died, I mean, Vision was... AI, like he was yeah. created. So, I mean, how they're gonna do that with the Mind Stone is yet to be seen. But Wanda, I think, is yeah. powerful enough, probably to to bring that back. How, is she gonna fuck a robot? <laughs> Essentially, how does she have a kid with the robot? Does she put sperm into the robot <laughs> in order to fuck? <laughs> like, listen, well, I don't want to know. Asking way too many questions about this, but somehow they're someone gonna needs to ask the hard questions. <laughs> <laughs> somehow they gonna have a baby, and then somehow that baby is going to eventually, I think, be in the new installment of, like, the Avengers somehow, or something along, not the Avengers. Oh, what the fuck did I read? Another powerful story arc of some sort. (laughs) Shut up. I hope that's what they title it. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that's gonna bother me now. I had to say, but no, it. From what I was reading, though, it sounds like in typical Marvel fashion. Yeah. That there's going to be little details and stuff that lead up to the next big climax movie. Interesting. Interesting. We don't get another Black Panther until 2021, though. Right. That's a little upsetting. We got to wait forever. I feel like with a lot of these, we have, I mean, Black Widow comes out in March, so that's not too bad, but I think the rest of them, yeah, we have to wait a little bit, the new Thor movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, I'm curious to see how they're going to do that, though, as well. You know, yeah. I Natalie Portman's going to be the new Thor. Yep. So. And what are they, are they doing another Guardians with Thor, like, male Thor on there? And is he still fat know. Thor? I hope he is. I'm not going to lie, so. I kind of hope so. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping <laughs> that, too. That'd be awesome. And, um, I just, I, I ha I has questions. I need to know what's going on. So I think Wanda and Vision looks like it's going to be TV show. 2021 is when it'll be coming out. And the same actors and actresses will be reprising their roles. Thankfully. Yeah, I, um, like I said, from what I was reading on it, they, they will have a child and it will lead to something bigger i just want to know how they have a child will they put that in the movie (laughs) will that be a sex scene that they'll put in even if they put a sex scene in it's still not going to explain how they're able to reproduce i know but maybe if we get like they i just need to know okay i need to know how it happens you need to accept that we're we're not going to know but they're not going to know but I just, I don't, how? We're not going to know. I don't accept that answer. You need to. No. (laughs) (laughs) I I refuse. I will call up Disney today, and they will send a sniper after me. Yeah. (laughs) She's asking too many questions. She needs to be taken down. That's actually something I'm genuinely afraid of one day from Disney. Like, they'll find us. Oh, funny. No, sorry. But a funny, like, kind of related story was that there was a meme saying um, (laughs) that if you ever decide to make a sex tape, sex tape that you should play Disney songs in the background in case it's ever leaked, the Disney (laughs) lawyers will find it and take it down. (laughs) It's It's so true, though. Yeah. So that's I find that hilarious. What what Disney song would you choose to play in the background? Oh my god, that should be a question we should ask our viewers. Our viewers? Our listeners. listeners. We don't have viewers yet. <laughs> that, is, that is a good question, though. I mean, I... I don't know. Uh, ooh. A whole new world? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, Kuna Matata. <laughs> Oh, uh, poor unfortunate souls. Oh, <laughs> Really? Yeah. Kiss the girl. Okay. Um, oh my god. No, this, I gotta think about this. I gotta go through my Disney repertoire and gotta think about which one would be the best, best one. Bare necessities. <gasps> oh my 
my god. That's a good one. I'm the king of the swingers, oh, the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I want to be a man, man come. Sorry. No, I was just letting you go. I'll I'm keep like, going. Do her thing. I'll keep going. I used to sing that song all the time. I used to have like a Disney collection. It was kind of like now Disney, but um, not from the now people. Right, yeah. But it was the Disney collection. Of course, it was um, from the now people. Disney wouldn't let that happen. Yeah, no. Ooh, the 100 Acre Wood. <laughs> To the Winnie the Pooh theme <laughs> I mean, you got into that honeypot, so why not? <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> Just like Winnie the Pooh. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. I'll pat myself in the back for that one. <laughs> yeah. High five on that. Ooh. <laughs> Just dove into that honeypot head first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where has this podcast gone? We started out, I think, pretty well. And then... We went off on every tangent that there ever could be. I feel like most of the tangents were appropriate having, we until ended now. Up fucking Disney songs. <laughs> I think most of our tangents in this episode kept uh, wasn't too far left until now. Yeah, I always take it there. Why do I always take I mean, it I there? I drove it home though this time, so it's this all right. is true. Ha <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> We're stupid. <laughs> Closing statements? I think that's it. All right. Um, I don't think we figured out which one was Top Dog, if there was one. I feel like um, I'm going to go DC started as Top Dog, and Marvel was the comeback kid, mm-hmm. and is now Reign Supreme. I just think at this point... And Joker was the shining gem from... Yeah, I think that's... I mean, as of recently... Um, Again, recently, Joker's The Shining Gem, I think. And the animated movies. And the animated movies. I mean, I, I still think Christopher Nolan's trilogy still, you know, is... Well, I don't know what the word I'm fucking looking for is, but... That that was, like, brilliant. Yeah. And as well as the, um, the live-action TV series from both um, Marvel and DC, I think, do very well. And mm-hmm. it's just unfortunate for... Uh, Marvel that they were on Netflix. Yeah. And I, oh, yeah, that's Agent, actually... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s still running. Is that on Netflix? No. No, it's on ABC, right? ABC or CW, one of them. Ah, uh, yeah, well, yeah, one of those. But it's like, I think they're showing it still on Netflix. No? Yes? I think so, yeah, like past seasons, yeah. Yeah, but the ones that were on, like they started oh, on Netflix. yeah, like Daredevil. And, Jessica, and they were so good, too. They were so good. And then they just took them away without, like, with no plans to, like, start them back up again. Right. And they didn't really wrap it up very good. They were just like, okay, we're done here. Yeah. Like, that, like, Daredevil, there was still so much more. So much more. So much more. And um, I think they recently just finished up, like, they just stopped 
Jessica Jones and the Punisher. Yeah. And what was it? Iron Fist was the other one that was on there. And then the but they it they cut it off without really wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. And then uh, the Defenders. And um, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Yep. Just kind of like. Yeah. We're 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 done with this. We're bored with this. We're not. Yeah. Leave it here. But I had originally thought that was um, a thing with Netflix because Netflix tends to like have weird contracts with the the people that they have working on their shows um where like yes they i think well this might be for, for any tv show where like the act the cast will get more money every season right but i think that by the third season whatever contract they have with netflix i think this is something that i read that like once they get to the third season they get like such a huge amount more right. that it was almost like financially irresponsible for Netflix to continue, which is why they just stop a lot of, they stopped a lot of their shows at the height. Like, once they got to the third season, like, a lot of different shows were, like, doing really, really well. Yeah. Fucking Santa Clarita diet. Oh, so angry about that one. And there were a few other TV shows on Netflix that got stopped, like, just out of nowhere. Right. Like, they had, there was no precursor, like, hey, this is gonna be the last season, so we're gonna tie a nice little bow on it and whatever. Yeah. No, they just said, fuck off. And, like, Lucifer's ending after going to Netflix from being on, I think, Fox. Yeah. I mean, luckily, Netflix was the savior in that scenario. And yes. Was... But now, like, they they got two... They're, they're, they will have gotten two seasons on Netflix, and then it's going to be done. Yeah. But I think that was kind of their intention, though, <clears throat> wasn't... I think their intention was to pick it up and then wrap it up, not mm-hmm. to keep it going. I know. But I want more. I know. More. More. But that's, I don't know. And I'm just curious to see if DC can, and probably not, but pick up some sort of momentum off a Joker and maybe rethink and revamp um, their shooting style and their writing style. Yeah. You know, perhaps they will learn from Joker's success. Mm-hmm. And what Hopefully. the formula is. Hopefully. And I, I'm kind of hoping that if they do find like the right writers and then the, the have a dream team of creative minds behind everything that they kind of go not with like the stereotypical like mainstream DC things like Batman and Superman right. and stuff like that they go for like the fringe groups like right. those I, I would rather I'd like to see you know smaller title things from DC to like have movies made out of them because that would be cool like they have they have a lot of rich characters in the comics so they have to they have a lot to choose from. Right. And I think that's because the big name movie, big name characters from Marvel have done so well in their movies that they were allowed to go into like... Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. It's never a known one until... Yeah. It wasn't very big, like, you know, in, in the comics, but cinematically they... Yeah. So like... That together. They could... They... Marvel has done that, so I'm hoping that uh, DC can do that too because, you know, there's no shortage of comics, so you have plenty of stuff to go off of. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm. I'm gonna throw this out here. I'm tired of seeing Batman reboots. Yeah. I'm so. It's. It's, it's done. It's so played out. Please stop. stop. Yeah. Stop. Just stop. Shh. Shh. It's. Shh. It's time to put the horse down. And on that note. Tune oh. in next week. Yeah. We're going to talk about stuff. 
and things. Yeah. 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 Well, um, let us know what you think. We have all of our pages up and running now, and if you can go and visit them, tell your fan fans. Well, well, you might have fans. I don't know. You, you could have fans wife. if we have famous friends that have fans and that could tell us to like tell like get us some likes. Tell and your stuff people like that. about our people, and then our people will talk to each other with your people, and then basically we'll just make share and spread the word because without you guys, this isn't going to continue. But the more you guys share and put it out there and let other people know. Mm-hmm. the more content we can continue to do. Yeah. I mean, we well, like talking anyway, so yeah. we could... It'll keep going. Let's, realistically, this will keep going. Yeah, it'll it's be nicer just... If, if it... we could have people that'll, like, give us feedback and so that we know that some people like listening to our ramblings and all that kind of nonsense. Yeah. So go like Glitter Budget on Facebook and Instagram, and please, some of you have Twitters, right? Because no one's following us on Twitter. <laughs> It's just me and Steve. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so go follow us on Twitter. Um, please, and thank you. And on that note, we'll see you next time. Stay curious. Kibble.